Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for help. We, I ask that you give me strength. Help me to say what I ought to say. Help me to say it in the manner with which I ought to say it. Grant me wisdom and utterance in these few minutes. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Um, John chapter 20, verse um, 31. Uh, Pastor Tokwe read it while he was ministering. John chapter 20, 31. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Now, all the things that John wrote was just for you to believe two things. That Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. They are not the same thing. Jesus is the Christ, comma, then the Son of God. And that believing, ye might have life through his name. Um, so Jesus is, there are two uh, major lives in our Lord Jesus. Or two major identities. He is the Christ and he is the Son of God. Now everything in scripture is for us to get to this point where we believe. That and not just believe that he is the Christ, but also believe the unveiling of the life that is called Christ and that is called the Son of God. Now, um, a whole lot of people, you know, are confused. Why are we dividing Christ, Son of God? What's all the mix up about Jesus? Jesus is Jesus, Jesus Christ, you know, especially we, um, the body of Christ, the large chunk of the body of Christ. We were once Gentiles. So we don't have a clear understanding. If you meet a Jew that what is Christ, he understands the concept Christ. It's not strange to him. Um, they may not believe that Jesus is the Christ. But say, if you meet a Jew and tell him Christ, he knows the meaning of Christ. If you meet a Gentile and say Christ, you just feel maybe it's the son name of Jesus. It doesn't, it doesn't put more attention on that word, Christ. It may put more attention on the word Jesus, but not on the word Christ. But a Jew will not put attention on Jesus. A Jew, the way a Jew is framed, is putting more attention on that Christ. In fact, um, the Jews were waiting for Christ. Um, they kept on asking John, are you the Christ? In fact, at some point, they, they asked Jesus, tell us plainly. Because all the, the scriptures from Genesis to Malachi prophesied that Christ is coming. Now, they've seen Christ, different measures of Christ. Christ is Messiah, deliverer, you know. Um, and they've seen different Christ, but the scripture prophesied about a particular one that should come. That is different from every other, you know, Messiah. Gideon was a messiah, you know, at a level. Samson was a messiah. So they know, they have a concept of who a messiah and what he should do. He should deliver them, make them, make them a nation that is higher than every other nation. If you meet a Jew, the, the mind of a Jew is that we should be above every people. And the, the only person that can make us above every people is Christ. So if a Christ should come, that is what he should do. So they kept on asking him, are you the Christ? That's John the Baptist, not even Jesus. Are you the Christ? Are you Elias? Are you that prophet? So it was obvious they were expecting three persons. 
They were expecting Christ. They were expecting Elias. They were expecting a particular prophet that Moses talked about in Deuteronomy 18. That a prophet like unto me will the most I raise. He said, unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Um, he says, God will put, just because of time, he said, I will put my words in that prophet. And any soul that does not hear that prophet will be cut off from, from the people. So they kept on waiting. For like 400 years from Malachi down to the Pharisees, it was, it was dry. There was nobody looking like a prophet, neither Christ or Elias. So when they saw John, they knew that this one is different. So John said, I am not the Christ. I am not Elias, even though he was Elias. And I am not that prophet. Now, so, but when, the Lord, when they saw our Lord Jesus, now our Lord Jesus came. When Jesus came, he, he wasn't just the Christ, but he was also that prophet. Now, as the Christ, as the prophet, he is the son of God. Because it says, God who has sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. But as in this last day spoken unto us by a higher prophet. Remember they said concerning that prophet that they will put my words, which is the word of God. So as a prophet, he's supposed to speak the word of God to Israel. So they were not, they were not, a Jew is not, is not, forgive me, permit me to say, it's not like Gentile churches. We are not interested in Christ, the liars, prophet, Jesus, butter my bread, Jesus, sugar my tea. We are just concerned about Jesus. But for a Jew, they were, in fact, even the Samaritan woman said that we know that Christ will come. When he comes, he will make, he will say everything plain. He says, I am he. Andrew told Philip, he said, we have seen the Christ, the Messiah. So that word Christ is, is, not just, is not just a small word. That what a Christ should do, a Christ should be a Messiah, a Christ should be a deliverer. A Christ should come and establish a kingdom that would raise Israelites above every other nation. So when our Lord Jesus Christ came, he wasn't looking like what they had in mind. That a Christ should do. First of all, if you are the Christ, you should deliver us from Roman, Roman oppression. You are not behaving like every other Christ that has come. Every other Christ that has Remember, they wanted to make him a king immediately. Because they needed a kingdom. They were under Caesar. So they were waiting for a deliverer. One that would deliver them from Rome, from Caesar. This is one just walking around, you know, gathering boys. Just moving around, eating from one house to another doing miracle it doesn't look like a messiah he does not behave like a messiah you know to to put insult upon injury he called matthew one of the tax collector to be his disciple uh, that's very far from a messiah then when they hear him if you if they slap you on one cheek turn turn the other one under heavy roman oppression so his own method of being a christ is different from every other Christ that has come. But our Lord Jesus Christ was seeing a kingdom that is higher than Rome. Was seeing a kingdom that is higher, a king that is higher than Caesar. In, in, they, so, so they were judging Christ after the flesh. They were judging Christ because they were carnal. They wanted Christ to come and meet their carnal needs. And that's still the same thing that is plaguing the church right now. 
So we can say the Jews are still waiting for their Messiah till tomorrow. They don't know that the Messiah has come. Even you, that you are a believer, you don't even know what the Messiah is to do. You don't know what the Messiah, you, you have relegated the Messiah to butter, to bread, to what you will eat. You know, you have relegated the Messiah to helping you promote the kingdom that is wanting to deliver you from. You know, so, so Jesus knew that I am, I am Christ. But after me being Christ, I'm to push you to the dimension of me that is the prophet. Because Christ is to deliver you from a kingdom so that you can hear his side of being that prophet. Because it's that prophet that contains the word of God that can make you sons of God. That can give you everlasting life. So Jesus Christ knew his job description was to deliver them from a kingdom. Jesus was seeing a kingdom, kingdom that is higher than earth. Jesus in John chapter 2 talked about, um, he said, some of the Jews believed in him because of the miracles that they saw. Then he said, Jesus could not commit himself to them because he knows what is in man. So every time Jesus sees man, he just, he's not seeing, he, he's seeing our soul. And he knows what has entered into man race. is higher than man. The kingdom is a kingdom from the third heaven. That kingdom is inside of us. And that is what Christ has come to deliver us from. So, so, so he, he knows his mission. That I want to deliver you from a kingdom that is higher than you. So many believers don't know what Christ should do. Christ is to deliver us from the kingdom of sin. The kingdom of death, the kingdom of iniquity, kingdoms, you know, that's, that's, so we can be born again, but we, we, we have not tapped into a life that is in Jesus that is called Christ. So in Jesus, there is a life that is called Christ and there is a higher life that is in him that is everlasting life, which is the son of God, which is a prophet that we should hear. So that we also should become sons of God. So when we get born again, we must not just have Christ in our spirit. We must now learn that Christ. We must learn. When we are learning Christ, we are learning deliverance. We are learning deliverance that will raise us above kingdoms. That is not just of the earth, but even in heaven. That's what we do when we learn Christ. But, so, we, we were delivered from sin, delivered from death, then Christ to be formed in us. Many believers don't, don't, um, they, many believers don't believe that Christ should be formed in you. Now, some believe Christ should be formed in you, but they don't even have an understanding of Christ that should be formed in you. You know, some will say, okay, um, Christ, you should be conformed to the image of Christ. My Jesus is not, is not poor. If you should be conformed to the image of Christ, my Jesus... Conformity to the image of Christ is deliverance from everything Satan stands for. Every, all, every, all the works of the devil. All the works of the devil. Because when Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, everything of Satan entered into the human race. The Bible says that man has become as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, they said that concerning Adam. Adam, as at that time, had not become as God. But when God was seeing man, he was already seeing the fullness of Satan. Already. So every time Jesus sees us, he's seeing the tendency. He's seeing what we can be. 
is seeing that we have capacity and tendency to become the dragon. And so, he, his mind is salvation. The job description of Jesus, when the angel eroded him, he said, he shall save his people from their sins. Full stop. Nothing else. He didn't say he will help them, he will give them anything. He shall save his people. He, he shall first of all deliver them from sin, but saving them from sin is only what the Son of God can do. Saving them from sin is that remove every tendency, never, ever, ever to go back to sin again. So we thank God we are people that we have heard Christ and Christ and Christ. But it's time for us to move up, you know, to hear that prophet, the son of God. Um, let me round off with this scripture. Um, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, verse, the last verse. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Just to charge us a bit that we shouldn't stay in Christ. Um, Isaiah, have you not? Okay, as 28. As, as thou not known, as thou not heard, that the everlasting God. Now we see in scripture that there is the eternal God and there is the everlasting God. That the everlasting God, the Lord. So sometimes everlasting life, you can use Lord. The Lord. So it's not all the time you see Lord that is, is talking about Christ. Even the everlasting God is also a Lord. The everlasting God, the Lord the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. So, so the everlasting God has an understanding that makes him not to faint and makes him not to weary. And he said, there is no searching. You, you can't search this particular understanding because his ways are past finding out. The only way you can have access to the understanding of the everlasting God is by mercy. You must, they must show you mercy. Say, come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, you know, to find grace to help in time of need. And that makes us know that we are a people that have found mercy. If we can be hearing the things that we are hearing, they are unsearchable. They are past finding out. There is no searching of his understanding. So what makes the everlasting God not to weary or faint is and understanding. He now said, he giveth power. He giveth power. Now, this power is eternal power, which is everlasting power, everlasting life. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Now, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord. Now, you see, this youth and the young men are two levels in Christ. Now, the Bible says, they shall. It's not like maybe they will faint or maybe they will not faint. It's a, it's a, a scripture cannot be broken. They shall faint. And the young men shall utterly fall. So it means that God did not create that life, Christ, to last forever. When God was creating Christ, now, note my word, the life called Christ. There is a life that is called Christ that is in our Lord Jesus. There is a life that is called everlasting life that is in our Lord Jesus. Now, Christ is a created life. God created, 
God took out of everlasting life to create the life called Christ. Now, everlasting life is uncreated. Eternal life is uncreated. And that is why they cannot end. Because it does not have a beginning. It cannot have an end. But Christ has a beginning. He says, if any man being Christ is a new creature. So, Christ is a creature of God. So, it means there was a time Christ began. I'm not saying Jesus. I'm saying a life that is called Christ. That Jesus lent and became. There was a time it began. So, when God was creating Christ, he created Christ with an intent. You will see products. They will say, um, you know, this product was designed to last so, so, so. The warranty is three years. Meaning, I, if you want to use your phone for 15 years, you're on your own. We designed this phone for you to change it after one year. If you are like me that likes to use phone for five years, you can't complain that the, you are using your phone for five years. Now you are saying the earpiece is not working. The something is not. The manufacturer will ask you, how long have you been using this phone? You say five years. You say you are not okay. When we designed it, we said one year you should change your phone. Now, so when God was designing Christ, he didn't design Christ for you to use Christ forever. He designed Christ for you to use Christ to move into a higher power. So Christ, Christ in quote, permit me to use, Christ has an expiry date. Now, now, Christ, Christ in itself, you know, um, Newton's law of motion says that a, a body shall move, you know, in uniform motion in a straight line except it is acted upon by external forces. So, meaning, if you remove every external force, no wind, nothing, nothing, just put a ball, it will keep going straight. But when you act upon it, then it will fail. It will, it will begin to snap. Now, Christ in itself, because it was Christ's life was created from everlasting life, if there is no external force, it will last. It will last. If there is no external force... If there is no pressure, if there is no opposition, just leave it alone. For instance, some people in the world to come will just have Christ's life. And they will remain Christ's life forever. But because in the world to come, there is no external force. External force. So, that, so that life will last. But here in this present place, there is external force. It's plenty. It's plenty. The external force, even forces that are higher than Christ. Forces that have everlasting strength. So, so your Christ's life in the next 20 years will start fainting. In the next, that's, I'm talking about one that has become charity. You have gotten to charity like you envy it not. You, you suffer it long. Everything in 1 Corinthians 13, eh, that is who you are. Give you in the next 20 years and you stay like that. You begin to fail. You begin to faint. You begin to grow weary. You'll be tired. Because that life wasn't designed to just remain like that. It is a booster for you to move up to a higher life. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. Meaning quickly move up. Move to salvation. We didn't design, we just designed for you to, to, to just be delivered from some things for the interim so you can have power, escape velocity, 
to move up. Like rockets now. When rockets move up, you know, the booster, you know that thing detaches from the rocket. So it doesn't follow it to space. It detaches. So anybody that wants to stay in Christ, the next 20 years on earth, you can turn. You can fail. In fact, you can become an antichrist if you don't move up to higher learnings. If you don't move up to higher learnings. Because Christ can faint. He said, the youth shall the youth shall faint. Shall is a strong word. It's not like maybe, maybe not. Shall. We have said they will faint. And the young men shall utterly fall. But, the next verse, they that wait upon, which Lord now? The everlasting God. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. Meaning you already have strength before. We will now renew it again. They shall renew their strength. Then they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Is it possible for a man to be like this? Not in the world to come. Now, on earth. Meaning they give you another, uh, maybe, they, they subject, maybe they give you another 500 years in the flesh. That is not, being, having 500 years in the flesh is not the everlasting life. Is that you should be 500 years in the flesh and you will not faint. And you will not be weary. And let them bring all the odds of hell against you. They should put you against every evil spirit in a room. You can't snap. You won't faint. They subject you to time. You can't move. Because your strength now has been moved up to an everlasting strength. To an everlasting strength. It is possible to be like that on earth. Job was like that. They subjected everything. Satan left shamefully. It was obvious that this man, no weapon formed against him shall prosper. So what God wants to make of us is that no weapon formed against us shall prosper any tongue that rise up against us shall be condemned not because we are confessing but because a nature has been built in us but the key is that but they that wait upon the lord pastor jeff said something that you know what he was answering a particular question about somebody said why are we moving into or so i forgot the question he now said the key word is to just wait you see that wait is humility to wait to wait because the everlasting life you must you must approach it as newborn babes as newborn babes meaning when you are learning everlasting life forget everything you have known start afresh you are a newborn baby as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word of everlasting life now that is the attitude receive the engrafted word of god with meekness meaning forget all the scriptures you've known forget all the interpretations you've known forget everything you've known about bible now begin to wait upon the lord it will renew our strength can we pray for tonight's meeting that god will grace our mommy with everlasting words that god will tune her to the frequency of that prophet that every word that comes out of the mouth of our mommy that the lord will fill her with words with utterance with grace with on with with help I, I really want us to pray i i believe so much that there is an anointing already upon mommy there is an anointing upon mommy for doctrine for reproof for rebuke 
for instructions in righteousness after everlasting life. Can we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus? I want us to pray. Makaste kabina katelebani shakabia ole menzezika poranzezika prenendovina kastiba bati alaba lebana gabani kasteba lebanete liba bante liba bante liba banta lemega baraba katila kabina kastibaka pregedina mashtaki banestia olemi katina kabake prezandelia bakata. I want us to pray that tonight. That the Lord will wear mommy with the regalia for everlasting life. That the Lord will, will grace her mightily with examples, with, 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 with life situations, with instructions, with doctrine, with rebuke, with reproof. Libana Gapane Kastiba Bakapre Gestiba. We are asking that you bless her with great utterance. You empower her with words, words, words of deliverance. You will fish out every darkness, everywhere evil is hiding in us. You will, you will use her to deliver us from wrong configuration that would not cause us to move forward. Makema Kastebanega Stegapia. Oteniga Balakateba.